Hello and welcome to Mr. President from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. I can always find time for a problem that's bothering a small boy. I wish I could solve the problems of the nations as easily as I can his. Mr. President, starring Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's Edward Arnold. Mr. President, at home in the White House, the elected leader of our people, our fellow citizen and neighbor. These are little-known stories of the men who've lived in the White House. Dramatic, exciting events in their lives that you and I so rarely hear. True human stories of Mr. President. This afternoon's Mr. President drama will begin in just a moment. But first, a word about our purpose in presenting this series. To Americans, there are no more stirring stories in the world than the stories of the lives of the men who became presidents of the United States. People today are more interested than ever to know the intimate, interesting, and inspiring facts about the lives of their presidents, the men who became the leaders of their country. And now, for the first time in radio history, the American Broadcasting Company takes listeners behind the White House reception rooms and ballrooms into the privacy of the breakfast room and study, where presidents are shown as individuals with human doubts, laughter, love, and faith. Mr. President is true biography, built around the men who filled America's highest office. We invite you to listen now for today's story of Mr. President. And now, in just a moment, Edward Arnold. Here's a story that happened in Washington a few years ago to Mr. President. Listen closely and see if you can tell who the president was. The president was in his study, and so were two of the president's sons. But, Pa, you said you wanted us to be enterprising. I didn't say that you should be enterprising at the expense of the American people. I've told you before, and I don't want to have to tell you again, Thomas. You are not to stand in the corridors outside of my office and charge the people five cents to see me. It's a very reasonable rate. I'm afraid it's just exactly five cents too much. Tom was just trying to get some money ahead against a rainy day. And, William, you are not to throw any more balls anywhere around the White House windows. Yes, Pa. Now, do try to be good boys today. William, your mother is tired and she has a lot to do, and so do I. We'll be good, Father. Sure, we'll be good all day. We'll concentrate on it, won't we, Tom? Sure, we'll concentrate on it, Pa. We'll be good all day. doing here in the east wing of the White House with that goat cart? I wanted to show my goat how the other goats live. The what? Thomas, that's no way to talk about your family. This is a very high-class goat. I don't care how high-class he is. I want you to get him out of here immediately. And then I'm going to have your father speak to you. He already spoke to me. He did? Yes. I promised I'd concentrate on being good all day. Do you call this being good, Thomas? Well, I call it being good to the goat. Hello, Mary. 
Hello, Tom. Oh, hello, Dr. Martin. Well, who's your friend with the whiskers, Tom? It's my goat. Now you get him right out of here. Yes, Come on, goat. Come on. And Thomas, stay outside and try to be good. Yes, <laughs> I uh, had an appointment with the president, man. Oh, well, he's in the study. He's alone. Oh, thanks. I'll go in, then. Go in. Oh, hello, Charles. Come on in. Sit down. Uh, Mr. President, did, uh, I just met Tom and the goat. They both looked in perfect health. Oh, they are. I uh, wanted to talk to you about Willie. Is there something wrong with the boy? No, not really, but he seems a little run down. I think he needs a good tonic. Perhaps he's been studying too hard. I uh, brought one over. All right, I'll give it to his mother. Now, keep your eye on him. Don't let him go at things too hard. Yes, 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 I won't. Come in. Mr. President, did you speak to Thomas? What's he up to now? Land only knows. I just had to chase him and his goats out of the east wing. (laughs) Where's Willie? He's out in the hall. Uh, Charlie, tell Mary what you were telling me. I want to speak to Willie for a moment. Well, Mary, uh, Willie doesn't uh, look as well as he should to me. Schenectady! Utica! Oh, Master Beaumont! Cleveland! Sandusky! Toledo! Oh, hello, Willie. Hello. Watch out, Father. You're going to be run over. You're right in the path of the train. Oh, yes. Thanks for warning me. Thank you. Toledo! All out! All out for Toledo! <laughs> Willie, I don't believe any boy ever lived that loves trains more than you do. Someday I'm going to drive my own train. I'm going to be somebody in this world. I'm going to be an engineer. And I'll take you any place you want to go. Oh, there's a lot of places I want to go, son. And there's no one I'd rather have take me than you. Where's Tom? Oh, he's someplace driving Mother crazy. How do you know? I heard her say so. I heard the soup terrain break, and then I heard Mother say, That boy is driving me crazy. <laughs> What in heaven's name was that? Oh, those boys will be the death of me. Willie? Thomas? Who threw that rock? Why doesn't Tom answer? He sticks his fingers in his ears as he runs so he can't hear. Thomas? <clears throat> Thomas, where are you? What happened? Willie, did you throw that rock through the window? Well, let's see. What rock, Mother? You know very well what rock. There's lots of rocks thrown every day. I mean the rock that was just thrown now. Thrown where? Through the window. What window? The hall window. I don't think so. Now, Willie, I asked you a direct question and I want a direct answer. I can't answer directly. Why not, son? Because I got an agreement with Tom and with the Taft boys. What kind of an agreement? Not to snitch. Now, see here, William. I want to know whether you threw that rock and I want to know right now. I can't tell. Mr. President, do you know who threw that rock? Hmm? Which rock? You know very well which rock. <laughs> now, see here, this is no way to discipline, boys. Oh, well, I'll take care of him myself. I see there's no use expecting help from you. Thomas? <laughs> oh, Thomas. You know, Father, you shouldn't laugh when we're bad. Uh, <clears throat> well, I'm sorry, William. You're quite right. Why do you laugh? Oh, I was laughing then because I was remembering once having written in the front of one of my books, this is from my pen. I'll be good, but I don't know when. (laughs) Or something like that. I don't (laughs) know. Pa. Yes, son. I'm glad you're my father. Oh, why is that? Because you understand so many things. I guess you understand everything in the world. No, I don't, son. I just try to. 
Pa. Yes, Willie. When I get my train, you can ride every place for nothing. <laughs> Thank you, my boy. Well, guess I'd better get this train out of here. R.H. Taxi! Leave it! I can't find that Tom any place. Well, he just <laughs> left by train. I don't know what's gotten into these children today. Well, I guess we'll have to give them another talking to. Well, you gave them a talking to this morning. Oh, they're good boys, maybe a little adventuresome, but good. And that William. You know, Mary, the, they're all three wonderful boys, but there's something, oh, I don't know, something special about Willie, something almost indefinable. Yes, there is something special about Willie. Willie loves the world so much and everybody in it that he sees only good wherever he looks. It would be a wonderful thing to be as perfect as Willie thinks we are. Well, everyone loves Willie. When a boy holds out his hand to the world with his heart in it, everyone that sees him just naturally has to love him. Mm -hmm. And his father and mother... You know, Mary, mm -hmm. sometimes I think we're foolish about our boys. Maybe it's wrong to love them so much. But you can't help it, can you? With a boy like William, you just can't help it. He's a wonderful boy. Doctor, there isn't anything serious the matter with him, is there? No, not at all. Well, it just came. It's a present for us. It's for us, Pa. Come and see. Oh, he's so beautiful. Who's so beautiful? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Study now. Oh, who's so beautiful? Who's a present? It's a pony. Someone has sent us a pony, Father. Come and see it. He's right outside. First it was two pet goats, then it was a pet turkey, now a pony. White House is turning into a zoo. <laughs> there he is. Isn't he beautiful? Did you ever see such a pony? Look at his spot. No, I never did. That's really a fine animal. Tom, could he be mine, do you think? You got the goat. Can I ride him, too? Sure, but could he belong to me? Sure. Is it all right, Pa? Well, of course it is. Hoist yourself up and take a ride. Now be careful. Oh, he's a very gentle. Up you go. <laughs> he's a good-looking <laughs> pony, all right. <laughs> ride him, Willie, ride him. Oh. Going to pour down rain any minute. Look at that sky. Well, I better be on my way. <clears throat> I'll uh, drop by in a day or so. Well, goodbye, Doctor, and thank you for coming over. Goodbye. Bye. I'll see you to the door. I'm being good today. Well, thank you, Thomas. Uh, dear, about the reception, I sent out all the invitations today, and I gave the orders to the caterers. This is going to be a reception like was never seen before in Washington. Everyone of any importance has been invited. I'm glad we're finally giving an official party of some size. Now, here's the rain. We'd better oh, get into the house. Look at that rain. I hope Willie comes right back. Well, there isn't a sign of him. He'll probably head for the stables. Oh, I hope so. He'll be all right, Mother. Now, don't you worry. Struck twelve a while ago. Pa. Yes, son. I'm hot. What? Well, here I'll, I'll pour you a glass of water. <coughs> oh, here you are. Pa. Do you think the pony's all right? Yes, yes. He's had a good rub down on his dinner. He's all right. You know, you should have come straight home, Willie. You shouldn't have ridden in the rain like that. I forgot who I was and where I was, Pa. It, it was like... Oh, I don't know. 
like the world was suddenly mine and I was looking at it for the first time. Pa, I'm so hot. What are you two doing up at this hour? Oh, I, I couldn't sleep. I was worried about the... He's the most beautiful pony we rode. And we rode to the end of the world. And we never, never came back. Dear, feel his head. I did. He's burning up with fever. You'd better send for the doctor. I did that too. Well, there's nothing we can do but wait. Well, he should be here any moment. He's so small. He's such a little fellow. The doctor said... There, there, Mary. The boy will be all right. Keep hold now. Don't give way. He rode to the end of the world. And we never, never came back. He's out of his head. The rain was cool. The rain was cool. Mother. Mother. I'm here, darling. Mother. I want my mother. Here I am, Willie. I don't want you. I want my mother. Willie, my baby, my baby. Mary, don't. I came as quickly as I could. His face feels like it's on fire, Doctor. Oh, I'll do my best. Pa. Yes, uh, Tommy, you shouldn't be up. I jumped at Willie. Pa, Willie isn't going to... to die, is he? He isn't going to die. Mary, you'll help me here, please. Yes, of course. Thomas, pray with me. Dear God, don't take him from us. Don't take him from us. Dear God, don't take him from us. In just a moment, we'll come back to Edward Arnold and Mr. President. If you could help a crippled child to walk again, you'd do it gladly, wouldn't you? And here's the best way you can at present lend aid to the millions of handicapped children and adults throughout the country. And that is by buying Easter Seals. This year marks the 16th annual sale of Easter Seals, sponsored by the National Society for Crippled Children and Adults. The proceeds from the sale go to over 2,000 organizations in different communities, which provide the special services necessary to help cure the handicapped. Some of the many services are medical care, health centers, educational facilities, special equipment, wheelchairs, braces, and so on. In many communities, handicapped people would not be cared for at all if it weren't for the annual sale of Easter seals. This year, continue to support this splendid work by buying lots of Easter seals. And now, back to Edward Arnold and Mr. President. Have you guessed who the president was when all this happened? It really did happen in Washington a few years ago. The long days and nights of worry went on, and a small boy lay in his bed and looked at the world through hot, feverish eyes. Doctor, do you think we should go on with the reception? Yes, I don't see anything to be gained by postponing it. After all, the invitations are out, the preparations are made. Yes, but the boy, Doctor... Well, the boy is better, Mr. President. If all goes well, he'll be up and around soon. And he's out of danger. No, I can't honestly say that, Madam President, but I can say that he's better, and I see no harm in the reception. After all, he isn't going to attend it. Mother, Willie's asking for you. I'll come at once, dear. Then 
We'll go ahead with the reception, Doctor. Yes, by all means. Well, I'll take your advice on it. You'll be by this evening? Right after dinner. Thank you. You know, I feel so helpless. I'm trying to carry on with my work. I'm trying to go on with things, but I keep wanting to cry in people's faces. My son, who loved life, is lying upstairs while it goes on outside his windows. My son, who loved life, may never enter it again. Curse that pony! Curse that blasted bunny! The boy is going to be all right, Mr. President. Mr. President, don't you hear me? Hmm? Yes, I, I hear you, Doctor. I hear How is he, Doctor? Oh, don't worry, my dear. We're doing all we can. I can't go downstairs. Doctor, is there anything to be gained by staying here? No, I really think it's better for both of you to go down. After all, you have all these people. I can send for you if there's any change. Come, my dear. I don't want to leave you. I know, but if there's any change, we'll know it at once. Come on. You know you look beautiful? That satin becomes you. Come on, Mary. Yes, Mr. President. Madam President, you never looked more beautiful. Thank you. It's a magnificent party. Mary. Mary. Mary, come quickly. Willie? Yes, come at once. down for a moment. No, I can't. I can't. Listen to the way he's breathing. It's getting worse. He's getting worse, isn't he, Doctor? Listen to it. Albany, Schenectady, Cleveland, Rome, Albany. Mr. President. Pa, you can write for nothing. You can write for nothing. Because I love you, Pa. Willie. Willie. of you, give me the strength to help my wife, my family. Give me the strength to go on myself. Give me the strength to know there must be wisdom in thy ways. Give me the strength to live, to live without my son. Pa? Yes, Thomas. Pa? I want to talk to Willie. I want to talk to Willie. I know, my son, I know. But, Tom, uh, we mustn't think of that just now. What is it like to die, Father? Where is he? Well, son, I 
I think it must be like opening a door and running outside. And the sun is shining. And the sky is blue. And there are kites to fly and wheels to ride and dogs to play with. And a pony? Yes, and a pony. Willie would like that. Yes, he would. It isn't true. Why do you say that, son? You're crying. You wouldn't be crying if it was true. Oh, no, no. I'm crying for myself, Thomas, and for your mother. I'm crying out of selfishness because a door has been closed behind Willie that I, that I can't open. It isn't the person that, that is unhappy, Willie. It's the, it, it's the people that are left behind. Do you think Willie has a spotted pony? He likes spotted ponies. I think he has. Then I'm not going to cry anymore. And I don't think you should. I'm not going to, Thomas. You're right. I'm not going to. Come on, son, run out and play. I've got to, got to go back and talk to your mother. Yes, sir. Mary, Mary, my dear, you must stop crying. You must. How can I stop? My baby, my baby. But it won't help. How can you be so calm? You don't love him. If you loved him, you'd weep for him. I do love him. But I've shed all the tears I mean to shed. I have faith in God. I have faith in his ways. I have faith that Willie is happy. He's God. We'll never see him again. They'll seal him in a coffin and pile the earth on top of him. He's gone! He's gone! Stop it. Stop it at once. Is it, Mother, not to be permitted to weep for her son? But you've been weeping for hours. A mother must accept what comes from God's hand. No matter how cruel, no matter how much it seems to be without meaning, you must accept what comes, Mary. Or you will destroy yourself upon the rocks of your own emotions. Hold on to yourself. This is grief beyond endurance. I know that, but we must endure it. Your children need you. I need you. You must pull yourself together, man. I know you're right. I'll try. I'll try, Mr. President. Now then, wash your face, Mother, and come downstairs, hmm? I'll never go into his room again. I'll close that door and never enter it again. It's the only way I can go on. We'll go on together, my dear. We'll go on together. Mr. President, I'm leaving now. Yes, Doctor. Thank you, thank you. I'll be here in the morning to help with any details. I understand. Gideon! Gideon! <laughs> There's Thomas outside on the pony. The pony is still here? Yes. I want that animal destroyed. I want it! Oh, no, I don't mean that. I don't mean it. There are some um, sedative powders in this envelope. The instructions are on it. I want you to take one immediately. I will, Doctor. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. That pony, that accursed pony. Giddy up! Giddy up, pony! Giddy up! 
The stables are on fire, Mr. President. Your slippers. Here, put on your slippers. I've got them. I've got them. They're burning down. Hurry up, Paul. How did this happen? I don't know. I don't know. They'll never be able to control that fire. Dear Lord, let me get there in time. Let me get there in time. Stand back, Mr. President. The building may go. Mr. President, where are you going? Get out of my way. Don't go in there. Don't go in there. Look at him. He's going right in the building. He's out of his head. He's trying to kill himself. Go in here. Get him out. Get him out. There he comes. Look. Well, he's leading the pony. He's all right. There's a little shame, but he's all right. Are you all right? Of course, my dear. You went in that inferno to save that pony? It was Willie's pony. I had to do it. Willie loved that pony, and I suddenly realized I loved it, too. That little pony was a world to one small boy, and that little pony means the world to the small boy's father, too. Here she Yes, I was just in time. Thank heaven I was just in time. Well, you've probably figured out by now who I was when all that happened. It really did happen, you know, and you'll have the answer in just a moment. Camille, important... Immortal Lady of the Camellias. Many a star has gained fame in the role of the immortal Lady of the Camellias. And now tonight, Miss Joan Fontaine, brilliant screen actress, will lend her talents to the role of Camille. That's the play Theater Guild on the Air will present over most of these same ABC stations tonight. As Armand Duval, Camille's great love, you will hear Louis Jordan, popular French actor who has lately been seen on the American screen. Camille is one of the world's most beautiful love stories. And you will thrill to the performances of Joan Fontaine and Louis Jordan as the ill-fated lovers. So tonight, be on hand when curtain goes up on Theater Guild on the air over most ABC stations. And now, here again is Edward Arnold. gentlemen, I think we are losing sight of one of the preliminary issues here. After all, even with a nation at war... Excuse me, gentlemen, that's my son's signal. Come in, Thomas. Pa, I'm sorry to interrupt the cabinet meeting, but they're going to kill my turkey. (laughs) They're going to kill your turkey? Well, I've taken care of it ever since it was sent to you. We're friends now, Pa. Eating that turkey would be like eating you. (laughs) Well, um, I think we can clear this matter up very quickly. Uh, Tom, uh, hand me the pen and the paper. Thank you. Has the turkey a name? Edwin. Edwin, I see. All right. The turkey Edwin is granted a stay of execution by order of the President Abraham Lincoln. Yes, it was Abraham Lincoln who lost his young son and who was so grief-stricken those long years passed in Washington. And when Lincoln himself had left his family just as unexpectedly to join that son, his family had all the words he had said for Willie to look back to for solace. 
Be sure to listen again next week for another story that happened in Washington a few years ago to Mr. President. Goodbye. Edward Arnold appeared by arrangement with Metro-Golden-Mayer, producers of the Technicolor picture Little Women, starring June Allison, Peter Lawford, Margaret O'Brien, and Elizabeth Taylor. Mr. President was created by Robert G. Jennings. It was produced and directed by Leonard Reed. This story by Gene Holloway was based on incidents in the life of President Abraham Lincoln. Music was composed by Basil Adlam. Be sure to listen again next week when the American Broadcasting Company and its affiliated stations bring you Edward Arnold with another interesting and factual story of Mr. President. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.